Straight Talk Uncut. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on April 28, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. The, the world is moving so fast these days that the man who says it can't be done is generally interrupted by someone doing it. Again, the world is moving so fast these days that the man who says it can't be done is generally interrupted by someone doing it. And that's by Harry Fosdick. And what struck me by this this uh, quote is, is is not only the words because they're so true, but when these words were said. Now Henry Fosdick, well Harry, I think his actually uh, name was Henry Fosdick, and he went by Harry. And somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna correct me on that if I'm wrong. Um, but Harry Fosdick, or maybe it was Harry. Yeah, Harry Fosdick, he died in 1969. So this quote had to be, you know, of course had to be said before 1969. But it's the same thing that can be said for today. Like, we think that that um, it's, it's only now that we think you know things move fast but that's always been the case right to someone it's it's perception right and and people that that are doing stuff are the ones who days go by because they're busy they're busy doing stuff you know what i mean so this this is a quote from the you know the the 60s or earlier and People complain about the same thing now, that you know th- things move so fast, especially when it comes to technology, which is true. Um, I mean, you you can't can't. That's not only perception. That's 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 just a fact. But still, even with that being said, the the people that are complaining about man, there's not enough hours in a day. Time go by so fast. Um, you know, I can't get anything done. I, I mean, just just think. I, I know from my personal experience, there, there's been things, there's been times where I said that, and the next thing you know, like if I have an idea and I and I say, "Oh man, that's you know, I, I won't be able to develop this idea um, in time," or I, you know, I'm sitting sitting around complaining, wasting time about it. Next thing you know, you see the same idea on Shark Tank. Or you see the same idea on Pinterest, or you see the same, you know, you see you, you see the same idea on Reddit or Tumblr. You know what I mean? It's like instead of instead of complaining about um, there's not enough time, just just do it. You you wasted you wasted precious seconds, minutes, hours, days complaining about there's not being enough time for you to do what it is, whatever it is you want to do. But that's what caught my attention because when I saw it, I was like, Harry Fosdick. I'm like, didn't, didn't he die like in the 60s? And, you know, he said this because if you didn't see the name, if you didn't put any sort of uh, 
you know, if you just read that quote, you would think that somebody said that yesterday. You know what I mean? You, you would think this, this is a quote from, from yesterday. So when I see stuff like that, it puts me in the mind frame of like, don't complain about it because it's, it's already been complained about. You, you're not doing anything new. Just, just do it. You know, just do it in your own way. It, it, it becomes new. It becomes fresh because it's from your perspective. That's all it takes. It's from your, um, you know, it's from your, your perspective. And nobody is going to have the same perspective as you. Nobody is going to have the same exact thought or way of doing something as you. There's been times where me and my wife and I, we have the same idea about something, the same plans, but then when we start to execute it, we, we, we like go out, go in these different ways. And it, it is, you know, it's funny, it's like, because, and I use my wife as a, res, a, a reference because that's the person I'm most close with. And we, you know, we can, we can sit and talk and agree 100% on something, and then, but we, you know, when we go to execute it, we start, we, we branch out in these different directions. Like, well, we had the same idea. How are we doing, how are we going about it <laughs> in these two different ways? You know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, yeah, you had the same idea. You had the same thought pattern. But your execution is, is going to be different because even though you, you visualize it the same, your approach can be different. So that's just another one of those, you know, one of those, one of those uh, things to just put in, put into my mind that, yeah, dude, you know, quit, quit thinking that whatever you think of is going to be absolutely brand new and quit getting discouraged because it isn't just, just think of it. And if you want to do it, just do it. And then, you know, wait for the outcome. You know what I mean? It's like we, we kill our ideas and we kill these things we have in our head before we even execute it because we've talked ourselves out of it simply because we saw something similar. And, 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 and matter of fact, we, I've, I've done this sometimes. You know, I've done this to where I, I think of something and then for whatever dumb reason I go to look on the internet to see have, has it been done. Well, of course it's been done, but then not only that, when I see it, not not even knowing how I was going to execute it first. I see it, then I see someone execution, but then I say, oh yeah, that's how I would have done it. Well, you, I, you don't really know that because you didn't do it. You didn't go through it. That person may start it out doing it a different way. And then through the execution process, it came out the other end totally different. So, I've, I've already talked myself into a whole plan and execution through somebody else's eye when I when I'd never even done it myself. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Does it? I don't know. Does it make sense? Anyway, um, so what's going on? Um, pick of the day for the day was a picture that I, uh, I, I initially thought I took with the Canon G10 but when I looked at the metadata, I took it with a little point and shoot. It was actually a, a camera that I bought for my wife as a, as a birthday present. This was before, you know, we, we, the smartphones were, you know, this was before smartphones had the cameras that they do now. Um, 
and the, the biggest megapixel on the camera you had was like eight, eight, probably 10. And so that was taken with a Nikon Coolpix um, S3100, which is just, actually I have it on, I got it on eBay right now for sale. <laughs> I'm selling it on, on eBay. But uh, it's a little, it's a little pocketable point and shoot. Um, and a after I looked at the metadata, I was, I was like, why didn't I shoot with my G10? Well, I had sold my G10. This, this was right after I sold my G10, and I went on a, a field trip with my daughter to a pumpkin patch. It was, it was the annual field trip where they go and pick out pumpkins, and this pumpkin patch was coupled with a, you know, of course, it was coupled with a farm, and they had like a petting zoo and uh, stuff like that. So this, this pig, this well, a hog really was I mean gigantic like I try to get a sense of the size in it in the crop I did but this this thing was gigantic and she, and she was just out uh, here she was just rolling around and just happy and I was just fascinated by it. I was like that pig is happy it is I mean it's just happy as I don't know what you know what I mean it was like it was getting attention all the kids were standing around watching it and if you look you can see one of his one of his legs or feet, paws, whatever you want to call it, had start to. I, I was trying to, like, you know, get get uh, a picture without blur, because the pig was like waddling around. And I almost did it except for that one foot at the bottom that you can see is you know has motion blur. But um, this was a really really brightly lit sunny day, although it was cold. Um, it, you know, it was cold. We all had our coats, but it was really, really sunny. And um, I took a few shots. A lot, of, a few of them were overexposed, and this was the the best one that came out. That that little S thirty one hundred is is a good camera. Um, you know, you know, but unlike the G ten, it didn't have a lot of. It, it had manual features, but not a lot. And then the manual to get to the manual features. You, you know, you had to go through menus. Unlike that G10 that I had, it, it actually had knobs and stuff to where you can easily access the manual. Almost shooting, just like shooting with a, um, I mean, it, it, was, it was a point and shoot, but it was more like, I would say a bridge camera than a point and shoot, you know, the Canon G10, even though I think it's in the point and shoot category. But uh, this, this Coolpix was a real point and shoot, meaning, you know, it, it, like to, to get to any any other manual feature, you had to dig down and through the menus, and it's just you know not conducive for like um, those those quote decisive moments, like when stuff just happens. So um, so yeah, but you know I that that I know you've probably seen like uh, I don't have a consistent theme, and that's always been. That's, that's always been like my um, issue. I've never been able to just stick to, you know, so some people just have like the one thing they shoot. I, I, I shoot whatever, man. Like, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, I, have ser I have pictures from the same outing. You know, I have other pictures. I may post some more pictures from, from some of these other outings that, I, that I've uh, been posting, but I like a, I like variety, 
You know, I, I remember uh, like even my wife. She asked me when I when I buy beer. The the few times I buy beer, I always get like Brewers Pack or <laughs> or like you know the collection because I can't just sit and, and drink the same beer. I have to buy the sampler packs and stuff like that, um, which is why it's been taking me so long to to get back into my brewing because. I've been I've been trying to formulate you know how I'm gonna like brew brew like one main base and then split it down into different different batches. So I remember actually taking my portfolio to uh, showing, and that was that was one of the actually not one time but but uh, a few different times. That was one of the things uh, they that the, the one criticism I always received like I don't have a consistent theme, and um, so whatever man you know it's it's like I, I, you know I'm doing like personal projects now that are based around these themes but you know I, I still I just I, you know I just I just shoot whatever I want to shoot I don't try to stick to you know I, I try every I try anything you know I try the street photography like two days. <laughs> and I got, I can't, I can't kind of bore it quick, but I can see how, you know, those enthusiasts and, and the pros, I can, I can see the, the, um, the draw to it, to street photography. You know, it, it, it's, first of all, it's kind of, especially now, it's kind of like that you're doing something wrong or you're doing something bad when it's totally legal to photograph people in public. But still, I just felt awkward. I just felt uncomfortable with it um but i can see how it can be a challenge to get past it and i've seen some i've seen street photographers that it's like the pictures are just lame like you know but then i've also seen some street photography where i'm like man how do they how do they get that picture without getting their ass kicked <laughs> you know what i mean like but then again it's always depending on who the person is which makes it makes a huge difference no you can't you can't deny that who you are and where you are as a street photography doesn't make a difference although i've seen people infiltrate quote bad neighborhoods and do street photography i've seen i can't remember the lady name but she went down to my neck of the woods where i'm from and uh you know this did these projects that can be considered you know street street photography um but uh yeah i mean this this year was the only time i've i've ever even done it done any anything like that for a while now i i did used to go and shoot at night um because i, I wanted to shoot at night when there you know when there wasn't a lot of people around so i'm not i'm not um for you know, I, I have experience like going out and shooting on the streets, just not quote street photography where people, where people are are involved. Uh, and if I ever do it again, I think I will do to where, um, you know, like I I, I had this idea to I, I want to get, I want to go down to these old parts of town and get and take pictures of like vintage homes and like you know a lot of these structures that you just don't see that all, that all, all that often because all of these trek homes and these new buildings are just going up everywhere you know i, I want to like capture and document like the old part of town because every house is just different every every like 
uh, especially like the places where they turn out these old Victorian houses and stuff like that into office buildings. I just I just like that that look and feel where the trees are lining the streets. You know, out where I live, all the trees are new. <laughs> you know, when we bought our lots, and it was it was just nothing, nothing, just dirt. So everything that's planted on these in these houses in these neighborhoods are what these people planted new fresh like less than 10 years old you know what i mean so i like going to see um these big old trees that's been there for for years and years kind of remind me back home the big old magnolia trees that sat in my front yard this thing just tore up the yard because of these gigantic roots and um tore up fences but i always just like that you know i just i just like that setting to where it can be sunny out you don't have to build a structure on your house to get shade you don't have to uh go go buy, go buy an umbrella one of these big patio umbrellas or put up some kind of uh per, per, you know pergola 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 you know one of those structures that block the sun because you got trees these these trees that's been there for eons around your your yard around your, your you know shading your house so um yeah, that's, that's that's one project I would like to do because that's so, I mean I've been here in Colorado for a long time uh, for most of my life now actually yeah for most of my life now and and I still haven't dis haven't like ventured out in my own little town of Colorado Springs. I think I mentioned when I was doing uh, one of my little gig my little contract gigs. Um, I, I got to go into parts of town that I'd never been in for been before, and I was just like, man, just amazed, and was like, why I never, I've never been down this street. I've never seen this part of town. You know what I mean? And um, and that's been on my on my to do. I've been wanting to like visit visit those places because, you know, I still have them logged in my on my on this application I have that track the places that I go, and I map them out so I can, you know, one day go back and visit them um so so yeah you know my my uh my uh my my pick of the day is this is gonna be all over the place it's gonna be you know whatever i come up with and, and a lot of time i'm actually discovering photos that i forgot i've taken like man i, f I forgot i even like matter of fact that photo that picture <laughs> That I posted for for pick of the day uh, day eighteen, I totally forgot about that. And uh, what's funny is I come across other pictures, and I, I you know, I yell at my wife to come in there and look, and she be especially like of the kids, and she's like, oh man, you know, I came across the birth pictures of my of one of my daughters, and I was like, man, I totally forgot I was even taking pictures then. Like I I, I literally don't even remember. I mean, don't even remember taking pictures. I'm like, was I? I, I totally don't remember taking pictures. I, 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 matter of fact, I barely, vaguely remember anything that happened <laughs> in there. I, I remember because uh, I was, I was at the birth of all, all of my daughters. The, my first daughter, uh, my oldest daughter. I remember buying this new Canon video camera. It's like one of the Mini Eights. Uh, and I remember buying it like a probably right when I right when when I realized right when we found out my my wife was pregnant. I, I remember um, 
going out and buying that camera. You know, of course, this is before DSLRs. Um, I'm trying to see what camera was I. Yeah, I was, I was still shooting with a Pentax ZX50, and I wanted something more immediate. And I wanted, like, you know, I wanted, like, a video. And at the time, this Canon, it was a Canon... Um, Man, I can't remember what, what, what Canon it was, but at the time, I remember it was like, it, it took still pictures also. <laughs> you know, it took still pictures to a, to a videotape, one of those little mini eight tapes. And I remember like, man, that's awesome. It, it can take, you can snap pictures and video at the same time. But I remember the, the logistics behind that thing. Uh, I remember having to get, a, I bought a laptop too, a Sony Vio. It was a first and only and last Sony I ever bought. I paid like two thousand dollars for that thing. This was like in you know two thousand, buying a laptop for two thousand dollars. It was it was huge. It was like a GXR or GRX something, and it died after like three years. But um, I remember trying to shoot video, and the nurses was like, "You gonna have to put that down. <laughs> you gonna have to help." And I was like, "Help what?" You know, I was like. What do you mean help? And I, I, I probably remember my first daughter's birth more than any of them because it, it, it was like the longest, you know, it took the longest. But I remember like no doctor being around until right when she read deliver. I, you know, I, I remember like when she was going through labor and all this, no doctor, just just nurses. And, and she actually had my oldest daughter in uh, like a women's hospital. so. The room was like a hotel room. It wasn't like a hospital. It was like a hotel room. So there was like these, um, what do you call them? Like they're like maternity nurses or whatever you call them. And I remember it was just it was just two nurses. One was like you know doing all the the medical equipment stuff, and one was just kind of like coaching my wife. And um, <laughs> and uh. She, you know, I'm like, I'm like in the corner trying to videotape because I didn't want to like get too close and I didn't want to be in the way. And she was like, you have to set that down and come over here, hold your wife's hand, talk to talk her through it and stuff. I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and I just remember how it drug out. It's just, it's just, it just drug out. As a matter of fact, we were in the hospital even after my daughter was born for like six days. You know, it was crazy. But that's, I, I remember that one more than the other two. The other two were like quick, just like in and out, <laughs> you know? So, um, but, and, and I actually bring up something else, uh, a little trend I'm seeing with, and I, I don't know if it's a trend or is it just stuff that comes across my, my uh, flipboard. And that's these um, maternity photos. Like these these photos of, of women giving birth. I'm like, uh, I mean, like not not just the on the outskirts of, of of the whole birthing thing, but like right in there. I saw this one where this lady was giving birth in like a bathtub or a swimming pool or some shit in water, you know. And and I was like, I, I, even though I, I've been I've been through three births. I, I I just I mean it seems so intimate of a thing to just post on on like the the the, the interwebs you know my my intention when I was recording um <laughs> my intention 
when I was recording and taking photos wasn't to to show the world. It was just for our documentary documentary purposes. You know what I mean? But it seems like now everything has to be like nothing is kept sacred. Even there's another trend. This this breastfeeding shit. What like I don't I don't I guess I don't I don't I just my wife breastfed and she pumped or whatever. So why is it I don't get why is it a big fucking deal all of a sudden with with breastfeeding. Like just breastfeed your fucking like I don't I don't get why I mean are people being um like bothered when they're breastfeeding? I don't understand that. I see breast people breastfeeding all the time. Anytime I take my matter of fact, we just hit Bush Garden. There was a lady breastfeeding. No, it was no big fucking deal. But she had a breastfeeding shirt to where she the baby was covered. I don't I don't see what the big fucking deal is about this breastfeeding. And and I and the latest one I saw was this lady. First, first when I first saw it, I thought she was a firewoman, fireman, firewoman. But she was breastfeeding in her fireman's getup uniform and later find out that it was her husband's i'm like well what's the it's like trying to create controversy because like what's the what's the point of that like what's the point of putting on your husband's uniform if you're not a you're not a fireman you're not and then breast and then breastfeeding like so what i I don't get so you you want like I mean, okay, if that's your thing, you want to do it. What? What's do it in your house? Like, put on your put on your husband uniform, sit in your in your chair in your room, and breastfeed. Why does that have to be news? I don't I don't understand it. And and you know maybe somebody's gonna correct me, but the same with the there was a there was these soldiers, um, these women soldiers, and they were and they were first of all, if you're in uniform, why the fuck do you have your baby with you? Because if you're in uniform, you should be at work. So I don't understand, like, how is that the controversy? Like, are you are you mad because you can't breastfeed at work? That, that's that's what I'm confused on. And of course, I don't I don't read the story. I just look at the pictures and make my assumptions. <laughs> you know, if it, and and the reason why I don't do that because I, I I have no patience to go through the bullshit of an article because some writer is trying to build up suspense. And trying to and trying to build up uh, hype, and 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 add these fucking words that nobody use, you know what I mean? So I, I look at the picture and I'm like, well, I don't understand why you why you are mad because you can't breastfeed in your uniform on duty. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't understand it, man. And and uh, I I just I just don't get it. It's like. It, it seems like everybody wants their 15 seconds. Like, if you want to breastfeed, just breastfeed. Like, all all through fucking centuries, women have been breastfeeding. So, but now it's like this big deal, and I don't get the I don't get the association with these uniforms. That's that's I guess that's the biggest thing. Like, I don't I don't get the association with the uniform in breastfeeding. I guess that's why I'm more baffled baffled about. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, if you just breastfeeding and people have a problem with it, fuck them, just breastfeed. Like people have a problem with a lot of stuff. You know, there's always going to be people with, 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 with problems with people doing something. There's people get problems with people kissing in public. You know, 
I get grossed out by that. Like I, I, I'm not gonna even lie. I get, I get, I'm more grossed out by that than somebody breastfeeding. Like especially like waiting on waiting in line at. Let's see, where's the last place I was waiting in line? Probably to get on a ride at Bush Gardens. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I think that's the last time I waited in the line. Trying to, yeah, that's the last time I, I've like waited in the line. I mean, but you know, then you have the people in front of you. They they want to show, they want to you know, show their affection, and they not 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 just like a pick a a a, a, a peck on the on the on the cheek. Or a pick. I'm talking about like making like like control yourself. Yeah, yeah, animals. And I always you I always comment to my wife, both like playing playing both sides you know i say well we know they're newly either newly dating or newly wed <laughs> you know because i'm like people that's married don't do shit like that people that's been married a while just don't do they don't do anything like that so i'm more grossed out by that than some chick feeding a kid in public <laughs> but anyway man like i i, I don't know I, I i just don't get like how how everything's a big deal like from celebrity gossip to women women feeding their babies, uh, yeah, it, it's is it, it's crazy to me how the things that get it's like, wow, that's the that's that's nothing else going on other than other than that. Like, I don't know. All right, I'm rant I'm ranting. Um, let me see what else going on. Um, I, I talked about the printer. I did another print. I printed the uh, the rhino picture of. Oh, oh. Matter of fact, let me. I, I did find. I think I talked about um, that that printer, the Canon Pixma 10. So if you got, if you are thinking about getting that printer, if you if you got one, and you notice that your printer has also been automatically shutting off, yeah, there is a feature. It defaults to automatically shut off. And if I had taking the time to go through the maintenance menu I would have saw that uh, and I only discovered it when I was when I was turning it on and I wanted to check the ink levels just to see how much ink is being used when this printer is turning on and off you know what I mean so but yeah it is a feature for automatic turn off but it defaults to turning off automatically and then you can set set it to either never turn off or at a, whatever certain point of time so just wanted to mention that um and i and i don't think uh i don't think joe two man uh went through that if he did i missed it so so yeah so if you got that printer and you if turn it off and then you know this is probably general knowledge to people that owns canvas but epson's printers never did anything like that it never automatic the ones i had never had like a feature to automatic shit off but uh but yeah so far like i said i'm loving this printer um i plan on like printing of you know a few images every week uh i've been start i've been like making room on my wall because i print them and then put them up on my wall uh you know that's that's another project in itself just doing that just to get these pictures out of the computer i may even go back and pull up some of my old negatives and and um and, and you know do some scanning do some rescan or a better scan like you know being that I'm I'm doing one at a, one at a time and 
when I was skating before, I was doing it a little differently. I was like bulk skating. I wasn't too worried about um, getting them as, 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 you know, I mean, I was, I was ignorant to scanning. I wasn't too concerned with getting them scanned in as perfectly as I can because, you know, like any little dirt and dust and scratch stuff like that, you can edit out. But now I'm like, well, let me, let me avoid doing all that on the post process. Let me, let me get it as good as I can on the, you know, on initial scan. Um, and I also came across this new, th actually I'm not even sure how new it is, but this wet scanning. And I guess that's supposed to be one of the benefits of wet scanning is that you get a, a, a more crisp and less chance of dirt um, and, and debris when you're scanning because the liquid is gonna push, push that stuff away. Which makes sense, that, that part makes sense. But uh, you're also supposed to get a, you get better fidelity with, with doing wet, you know, wet scanning. But you know, that, what turned me off with that is like, you mean I gotta buy more shit? You know, this special liquid and all this other stuff, you know what I mean? So I was like, ah, I, I, you know, I, I figured out, I, I just, I just dust the scanner off and wipe, wipe off the, actually I haven't even been using a scanner, but make sure the film is, the negative is, is clean and, and clear and free of dust, which in Colorado is always dusty, always dusty here. It's dry and dusty. Um, even, even like, you know, we get like now it's, it's snowing, raining right now, but it, it's still, you know, even when the humidity is up, yeah, yeah, the house is still dusty <laughs> all the time. Um, so anyway, uh, for those of you have, that have been uh, subscribing and following the SoundCloud uh, link, you know, thank you, thank you for listening. You, the the two, three of you that has been listening, thank you. Uh, I I did just realize that for some reason my podcast is not showing up in iTunes. I don't I don't know what's wrong with that. What's up with that? Um, you know, my my patience level on on figuring out tech stuff is, is like a little bit. I, I have none because for for some reason every morning I have a problem with my when I upload my pick of the day. It takes forever. So I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with that, but um, the one thing I do know is on SoundCloud, there's no category. Like I put my podcast in the category of art because it doesn't, there's nothing else that it fits. You know, like there's no, there's, I don't think it fits anything. So I was going to iTunes to see if it had a category of art and it does. But when I went to search, my old podcast came up, but my new one didn't. So I'm like, I missed something. What did I? What did I not do? Um, I th I thought the plugin that I use on on my WordPress site, I thought it automatically submitted to iTunes, and I use uh, Blueberry. Um, the the power I think what's it called PowerPress? Yeah, the PowerPress plugin, and I thought it automatically submitted to iTunes, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe when I did my first podcast my Focus Create Master Evolve podcast, maybe it, um, maybe it, it I, I submitted it separately and then started using PowerPress. So that's something I have to look into, but uh, you know, just stay tuned. And um, it actually, it didn't even, it doesn't even show up in my, 
I use I use the I use my the app that I use for listening to podcasts. I did a search for my own podcast and it doesn't show up there. So I have to figure that out. But you know, this is one of those things that would in the past I would have stopped podcasting until I figured it out. I was like, well, I guess I can't podcast because it's not showing up. I guess I can't record anymore. You know what I mean? And this would have took me two, three weeks to figure out. Meanwhile, I'm not doing any recording. So, you know, I, I, I figure it out. I, I always do. I always figure it out. So I figure it out. But, uh, yeah, um, again, thanks, you know, for those that have been listening. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I mean, you know, I know I'm, I'm not talking about anything earth shattering. I'm just, you know, expressing my thoughts, my opinions, my creative uh, whatever so, like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I try to talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.